Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. We're talk is fun. Right, Steve? Yeah. We have a good time, is what we do. <laughs> That's what people say. It's a regular right? party. Yeah. All right. I I'm I've been very enlightened over the weekend. I'm embarrassed. I feel like I people are talking behind my back. I will tell you what ha- happened. I went up to the cabin for the weekend with my friend Nancy. Hey, Nancy. And one day we're just hanging out, chilling out, right? Mm-hmm. We start chatting about whatever. Somehow we end up on our views on money, personal finance, what we think is a waste of money, that type of thing. And I say something like, you know, I don't really spend a lot of money on everyday stuff because I'm not picky. I'm not brand specific. I'd rather spend money on big things like a house, a vacation. I'd rather Mm -hmm. skimp on stupid stuff. And she goes, oh, yeah, I know. You use the crappiest aluminum foil. (laughs) (laughs) And And I laugh and I go, what? I do. That sounds like a total joke at I, that point. It does. And she goes, no, total seriously, joke. seriously. I've talked to Dan about it, her husband. And I go, you talk to your husband about the kind of aluminum foil I use? I'm like, what's wrong with it? And she goes, you know, it's just flimsy. It's hard to cover anything with it. And I'm like, how long have you thought this? And why didn't you tell me? It's not like you're you're keeping my bad taste in men opinion from me. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like something super personal. And she's like, I don't know. I've just always noticed. Like, oh, I got to use Donna's crappy aluminum. Because oftentimes she'll come over. And we'll, if we have friends over, we'll have it at my house because it's a um, uh, in the middle of everybody. And she does the cooking. Sure. yeah. So, oh, which means that she's very familiar then with whatever the foil situation happens to be. Correct. So I'm like, okay, so I'm at the cabin and I go, well, let me go and look and see what kind of foil I have. And I go, well, what kind of foil do you use? I'm like the heavy duty kind. She's like Reynolds wrap. And I go and I look in my pantry and I go, I have Reynolds wrap. So then I get home. Okay. This is like the next day. And I go home and I'm chatting with my roommate and I tell him what Nancy said about my, my, I go, I found something out about myself this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I tell him what she said and he goes, 
Oh, yeah, you totally have the worst aluminum foil. It's like tissue paper. And I'm what? like, what? Everybody knows about my <laughs> aluminum foil? What? Is there some secret society that's talking about me and my... It, so then I start like thinking about it. I'm like, well, what else do people think about my stuff? Yeah. And then and I, I remember... If they're thinking about your aluminum foil, they're thinking about other things in your world. You can be well, damn sure of that. And then so I text Nancy and I'm like, well, clearly Jason agrees with you. He's like, she's like, how can he not? And then she said she's starting... <laughs> She goes, I'm going to start a GoFundMe for you for Kleenex, foil, Ziploc bags, and batteries. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, my God. <gasps> wow. So and I'm it like, all comes out. And then I say to her, I go, well, you know, it's funny that you're saying this because one time I had a friend over, my friend Mike, who you know. He yes. comes over and I make him a drink and I had um, Smirnoff vodka. He hmm. asked me if I was having financial problems. and i'm like why what and he hadn't even seen your foil yet exactly so i'm like have you guys found out anything about yourself through your friends that you never knew they thought about you wow i really feel like i'm standing here with egg on my face what kind of foil do you have okay so it's it's the up and up brand from target and okay. I sent a picture to Nancy, and I circled on the top. It says, compare to Reynolds Wrap Foil. <laughs> and then and, she wrote, And Nancy says, we did, and there was no contest. Exactly. She's like, compare to, and then for the love of God, don't buy this. <laughs> <laughs> so has this ever happened to you? Well, let me give you a different example of the same sort of revelation. Stevie Boy used to work on television. And I am sitting down there doing a uh, an appearance on the Five Eyewitness News noon newscast. And I finish it. And I get a text. I get a text from executive producer Christian Unser. And the text reads, is your tooth on the bottom brown? <laughs> and this hit me like a ton of bricks. And I then went in, looked in the mirror, and I knew the tooth that they were talking about. <laughs> Fast forward, he became named Brownie. That's and I right. thought, no, 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 this is not brown. It's a shadow because he has stepped back from the rest of the row of teeth. He's just stepped back. So I said, I think it's just, he's just sort of, it's like a shadow <laughs> thing. I go home and I sit down at dinner with my wife and I say, you'll never guess what Christian said to me today. He said, you'll think this is funny. Is your bottom tooth brown? She did not laugh, took a beat, and then said, I'm just glad that he's the one who said it to you. (laughs) To which I realized, okay, gang, we have a real problem. Months later, I finally, I go to the dentist after trying to whiten it on my own. And she said, it's either dead or or dirty. And we're about to find out. Oh, my gosh. And it cleaned it right up during during the tooth cleaning. But, yeah, that was a problem. Oh, and then very quickly, my mom and sister apparently said, oh, yeah, well, you guys never cut your tags off of anything. Apparently, Lou and I, when we buy things from home goods, throw pillows, whatever, we wait to decide, and then we forget, and we have tags on so many things. I had to take a day and go around with scissors cutting tags off of throw pillows, house plants, That's a hilarious. lamp. We've had them for months, maybe a year plus. Oh, my gosh. We're tag people. And I'm buying Ronald's and not Reynolds, <laughs> <laughs> according to Nancy. Damn it. Who knew? Ronald's rap. (laughs) 
<laughs> what about you, Rock Lobster? Do you have anything embarrassing from your ether? Um, you know, one time I got called out by my friends for wearing tight pants. I, thought, I found oh. that out about myself once too. Oh, uh, you mean like in like the mm-hmm. the crotch or something like yep. that that they were a little bit too tight there? A little Camille. I think that's what he means. <laughs> Camille, meet my friend Camille. <laughs> I found that out through a friend too, who was like, "Yeah, See? your pants are too tight." I'm like, "Why did you wait all this time to tell me?" It's very embarrassing. Yeah, I heard that about my gray pants too. I've got gray pants gray jeans and i've been told someone said something about them recently Mm. like we don't want to see this so don't get anyway there we go well you can uh you can email the show too don and steve show if you uh if you want to know what you've noticed about what you know about us (laughs) yeah please do donna and steve show at mytalk 1071.com um yeah rocco uh, i won't say it on the air but i've got to talk to you about something Tight pants? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. One time, Lori, listen. Lori went off for like 20 minutes about how gray sweatpants are the sexiest thing men can wear. I, I do, I'm sorry. I've <laughs> never looked in that area of a man <laughs> ever well, unless yeah. somebody pointed something out to me. The real problem is gray, too. That's the problem. Is gray. You know what nobody told me yesterday? I walked into church, zipper down. I'm going to work in the children's ministry. We're going to work in the nursery. I'm like, holy crap. Uh, what's going on here? Uh, anyway, okay, when we come back, we will get into this. Do you think, speaking of this last sitcom, uh, or this last segment, your life would make a good sitcom? Have you ever had this thought? Uh, some people think so. We'll tell you about a study about that, which spins into a whole conversation about the greatest shows of all time. Stay with us, the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk. Yeah, you say you'll work out in the morning. Then I'll get to it this afternoon, definitely after dinner, and it never happens. I know, it's hard to stay motivated, and that's why I tell people, join the Y. They've got group exercise classes that give you fun, fitness, and accountability. Peer pressure, I love it. Yeah, you get cardio, strength classes, yoga, and a bunch more. Get $5 enrollment if you join the Y by February 10th and 25% off dues through April. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Good morning, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve is in New York City, everybody. Uh, I am walking here. You know, in fact, it's a, I'm here live with Kelly and Ryan, which is just so fun. I'm going to go do a shoot with them this afternoon. And, uh, and then I'll shoot a little something with them tomorrow. I'll let you know. This, uh, this is all in preparation for um, a special show that they've got that's going to be airing on Valentine's Day. So... Uh, they, I wasn't able to be there on, you know, Valentine's Day. We had to shoot things a little bit out of order. And so they are great in that way. Uh, people could be barging in here at any minute. Cause you know, Donna, I was like, yeah, you know, me, Casa Sucas. It's just like, thank you guys for the space here. I'm squatting in somebody's office here in downtown New York city here in the upper West side. Gelman was just knocking on the door, peeking through, but we were about to do a Dean's Home Services oh. live spot. And I thought, oh, I was like, oh, hang on a second. And somebody brought me an iPhone charger because I forgot that. So they've all been um, so, so nice to me here. Um, but they're, I, I don't know what happens if Gelman just barges in at some point. He just barges in at some point. I don't have any clout here. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I mean, so that's the thing. But it's very, uh, very fun, though. I have Windows. In my office, I did give a tour, excuse the plug, Don, I gave a tour of this remote radio situation here in New York on my Instagram 
at the Steve Patterson. Rocco, I'm sure you've watched it. It was emotional, wasn't it? What was? <laughs> Is this about the cart? No. My Insta Steve, story. You thought about the Super Bowl Steve, cart with the Bengals. Steve only uses this radio station and his job <laughs> to promote his social media. No. It's no. totally true. This is not true. Donna never promotes hers because she only updates hers twice a year. That's right. It's a biannual event. There's a ribbon cutting. Governor Walls is there. (laughs) She's tweeting. Whereas the rest of us, you know, it's just an an extension of me. But no, I was talking about my talk on the stories today and how we've got the radio show on the road. You know, Come on, I, Donna. I'm guilty of never. I like Instagram a little bit, and I like Facebook a little bit less. But I never look at the stories or the little video things. Me either. Stories. Like, by, pictures. Yeah, me pictures. Too. You know what? The stories are fun. Somebody showed me this. That this is a way that you can enjoy Insta stories. Everybody ready for this? Mm-hmm. Imagine if you will, you're getting ready in the morning, and you set your phone up vertically. And you go up to the stories, hit play on a story, turn the volume up. Some have volume, some don't. Some it's talking, some are pictures. But then she said what she'll do is just play it out from there. She'll press play, and then it's almost like just watching little mini shows from your friends or your family or people that you follow. Isn't that what TikTok And then it just takes you. Uh, Well, TikTok is different because TikTok, everyone's trying to be funny or, like, wow you with what you're seeing Instagram, particularly a story, is a bit more, hey, come along on this journey. Like, here's a little snippet here, here's a thing here. Whereas, you know, in TikTok, you really want to be, you want it to look really good. You know what I'm saying? Whereas the the Insta story, Rocco, just, you'll watch it later. You should watch my Insta story. And what it'll show you, Donna, excuse me, I'm going to talk about this Yeah, I'm going to take off. Okay, bye, Donna. Um, Rocco, Rocco, go to my Instagram right now. Let's make this interactive because... Dusty Patterson, the very first story that I have there is of this aerial view that I got last night by happenstance out of the window of the plane, and it's this aerial view of Times Square at night. And I had never seen it like that before, and it just looks so magical. And then I take you along on the journey today, the drive over in the car, getting here, a tour of the office as we go out and about throughout the day. I'll keep people updated. See, Donna, this is how we bring them along for a an added intimacy on the journey. Okay. All right. I'm looking at the desktop right. version. The up, uh, you know, the first thing I see yeah, is the cool. one with you of the and the glasses. The, and the Empire beard. State Building. Now, where do you see okay. that? No, no, no. So you got to go to my story, Rocco. Yeah, but I'm looking. Where do I click stories? I don't know how you do this I on a mobile or on a desktop. Not, Who uh, looks yeah. at Instagram on there's their the desktop? Chrysler Building. Oh, there's the new uh, Twin Towers. Not the twin I know. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But the, yeah. That's great. And at the very beginning of it, you saw I saw Madison Square Garden and I was like, whoa, that's the garden, right? And then I was like, holy crap. Yeah, that there it is. Square, right there. Times Square is there. Beautiful. I don't know, Rocco. You got to do it on mobile. And then the first thing I see that's a video is like, you going to Slumberland. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, Steve. I I feel like Donna all of a sudden. What am I doing wrong? Yeah, this is, this feels like I can hear you. (laughs) I am a person with real feelings and I'm in the room. We are so sorry, Donna. Thank you for being here. Um, I should have left when I said I was going to. <laughs> First, my freaking uh, aluminum foil. Now this. She gets Ronald's rap. <laughs> That's yeah. Nancy. She thinks she's hilarious. Nancy is she hilarious. Is. That is very funny. Uh, <laughs> if you Reynolds, missed before the break, Ronald's. we were we were talking about Donna and uh, her friends. Apparently, all agree, much to her surprise, that she buys cheap aluminum foil <laughs> and cheap tissues. And a few other household items. Apparently my and, batteries, uh, too. I thought I bought brand name batteries, but whatever. I just yeah, always run out of them off. is the problem. People are so really that, particular we... about people their stuff. People are observant. Well, people, yes. like, I had a friend come to my house once, and she goes, nothing in your house works. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Why do you? Oh, man. It's like when you go to a friend's house. This started when we were children, right? You would go to a friend's house and you would realize, holy bleep, they've got power wheels or some sort of electronic thing. And then you go in to actually use it. (laughs) Batteries are dead. The batteries are dead. And then you realize this whole place is a glass castle. I This feel, you think it's great and it's not so great. The closer you get, the worse it is. That's right. It's like a Picasso. Yeah, it looks good from afar. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Then you start getting closer, and you're like, oh, wow, what's that? She's got three breasts. Interesting. Yeah, you're like, this should say, like, little Timmy, first grade, slapped up on a fridge. Meanwhile, it's in the Louvre. There's <laughs> a lot of activity right now outside of me, the me office. Oh, really? Right what's happening? The office. A lot of people are passing by right now, so I think that they they were shooting some other stuff downstairs, and now there's a lot of foot traffic. Well, and it's I also just lunch hour. The blinds. Okay. Uh, it's getting close to lunch hour. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I just opened the blinds so that I could, you know, just sort of see out there who the shadowy figures are. But now I think I need to close them because there's a lot of people that are coming by and they're thinking, "Who's squatting in Jim's office? That's not Jim. Jim looks different after quarantine. They see my hair. Did Jim get electrocuted? That's funny, Steve." Uh, a lot of people, by the way, according to a YouTube TV study, think that their uh, two and three people think that their own life is interesting enough to be a sitcom. I would sign. I would. I would sign off on Donna's screenplay tomorrow. We don't need to touch the script. Take documents from her real life, Rude. and we're good. Uh, we have a Money Monday coming up. After the break, we'll get to this quickly, though. Okay. Uh, from that, what are people's favorite shows? Do you think it's a sitcom or a drama that comes in at number one? We'll tell you which, and we'll tell you what show specifically when we return the Don and Steve experience on My Talk. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We are also joined by the one and only. 
DJ Rock Lobster. Yeah. Clomp, clomp. I'm back. I have found myself randomly saying clomp in response (laughs) to things um, at home. Someone says something. Yeah, clomp. I'm saying it like it's a, okay. And that's not great long term for me because that takes explanation. And I'll start using it with people who have no idea about DJ Rock Lobster. And they'll think I'm an idiot. Yeah, can you get it trending with your big famous people out there? I mean, that'd be kind of fun for me. What do you want me to? They're, they're having a meeting right now for, do it. for Kelly and Ryan. Yeah. You want me to just go and say, hey, we have an idea for yeah. a talker we have for an tomorrow? Idea. Everybody in Minneapolis is saying clomp Everybody. <laughs> Everybody in Minneapolis. It's huge. Oh, before it comes God. here, you guys could be ahead of the wave that is headed your way. Totally. Uh, you know, it's like it. um, I just saw yesterday on Twitter that, like, Somebody kind of famous was like, did you know that people in Minnesota say duck, duck, gray duck instead of duck, duck, goose? And it was sort of big. And it's true. Yeah. And then there was another thing. Like, what if you were in a parking lot, Steve, and you were, like, making your car go in circles, you know, kind of, what would donuts. you call that? Yeah. Doing donuts. There's there's a word for it here in Minnesota that you can't say on the radio. Oh, really? Whipping a, it's like, hey, I'm going to go whip a, uh, a blankie, a poopy. And the people only oh, like Minnesota really? and Wisconsin say that. Huh. I, I thought that that was the case for uh, for U-turns. You can either say, I'm going to make a U-turn, or somebody would say, go flip a B-word. Huh. Is that like popping never, a wheelie? I've never heard flip a B-word. Yeah. Okay. This is, is that a Pittsburgh thing, maybe? Or? I don't know. It may just be because I grew up with uh, from the, the, the grandmother who ran a kennel. So she would say bitch willy-nilly, and she was just trying to tell you which dog she was talking about with a straight face. And it was more than I as a child could handle when she very confidently dropped a B word while pointing to a wiener dog. That is funny. Did she? Do you think she did it to sort of be fun? You no. know, like Nope. I'm no, also, she's funny. She yeah. is funny. She did not say it for shock humor. She said it because that's the terminology that kennel people, and I say that with respect and love, that kennel people... Uh, use. What's what is it? A stud? Is that a stud a boy? I'm not sure. That's a horse. Is a stud right? Hmm. A male horse. I don't know, Steve. Are we going back to farm talk or what? No, you. I can't even think about horses and mating and all that. You know how I get with that. Okay. This has been kind of a fun show. (laughs) We had a whole segment on Reynolds rap. A whole segment on a cart that's going from Cincinnati to L.A. The yeah, Cincinnati cart. Yeah, we're talking about my cart. grandma's bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they said the show wouldn't be fun from New York. See, it's got a New York kind of a vibe, right? Super hey, fun. go no. flip a bitch. Oh Dude, that sounds God, aggressive. No, that God. sounds aggressive. Seriously, it sounds Steve. aggressive. I've never heard. Have you okay. ever heard that term, Donna? Um, nope. Have you ever heard the term I'm talking about? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna How do you say and, it? I'm gonna go pop a wheelie. No, this. whip a blankie. <laughs> S word. A What's, swirly. Oh, a, a, like a poopy. I'm gonna go whip. I'm gonna go whip. Does some it end in a Y? But it's yeah. Y- yeah, the S word ending in a Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, with mm-hmm. an S. Uh-huh. An S at the I'm beginning gonna, and a Y yeah. S at the end. Oh no, I've never heard that ever. Yeah, and that was on Let's Stevie do Boy's it. on uh, Urban Dictionary. Flipping a biatch or biatch <laughs> if is making it an illegal U-turn, usually done in the middle of a street or over a double line. Never heard that one. That's fun. I love like little provincial oh. things like this. 
You know, hmm, me thought, too. The internet says that it has Polish mafia roots. <laughs> that term? <laughs> no, I'm not dumb. I didn't know there was a Polish mafia. They must be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like Yakshamash. Uh. Yeah, nobody says you talking to me. They all earnestly ask, are you talking to me? <laughs> oh, that is so great. I love talking. <laughs> My neighbor Susie just mm-hmm. texted me, whip a blankie. Yeah. I never heard of it. Yeah. That's, that's great. S- okay. Wow, that's really weird. I've never heard that either, Rocco. That's what I love. Thanks I for love- sharing it. Thanks, Minnesota you know, and Wisconsin. It's Duck Duck Goose, by the way. Bye. Oh. I'll now say something that will formally get us in trouble at some point. The thing that I teased, let me pay it off now that we spent six minutes talking about the Polish <laughs> <Okay>. mafia. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I think there was a Russian mafia. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they mean, I think they're currently competing at the Olympics. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think you're okay. right. And winning everything. They've got, yet again, here we go, yet again. The Russian Olympic Committee. It's not <laughs> Russia. It's the Russian Olympic Committee. I mean, if anything could seem any more like, okay, guys, what's going on here? It's because they were banned, so they had to send a committee instead. I don't know. Yeah, they're they're. Do you think their people's minds. favorite TV show mm-hmm. is a sitcom or a drama of all time? The high mark of television. Do you think it was first? Let's go genre. Sitcom or drama? What do you think? Uh, it's probably sitcom. Mine would be a drama. It is a sitcom. Mm. What is your drama that you would choose as if you had to show people one show and say, this is what TV can be? I loved Knott's Landing from the 80s. I could not even tell you the first thing about it. Oh, I loved it. And it was Don Knotts. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and Landers. And Landers. Yep. The, the no, it was Donna duo. Mills. Um, mm. Oh, God, I can't remember anybody's oh, name. Michelle, Michelle Lee. Lee um, oh, Somebody Van Ark. Joan Van Ark. Joan Van Ark. Very good. See, I watched that show. Then there were a bunch of, then there was a girl who dated um, Nicolette, Nicolette Sheridan, Sheridan, who dated Michael Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good show. It was a drama. It was like a, it was cul-de-sac drama. And it was like, I like that. And it was on the same night as Dallas, or no, maybe the Thursday it was night? A, it was a spinoff of Dallas. Yeah. Yasque. Anyway, what's yours, Steve? Well, here's what the people had to say. Friends came in as the number one show of all time. Wow. People this is a survey friends. done by YouTube TV, so I don't know what you're going to do with that. Okay. Um, and this is the same survey where two out of three people said, hey, my life could be a sitcom. It's entertaining enough to be a sitcom. Friends came in at number one. Seinfeld at number two. The first drama came in at number three. Do you care to hazard a guess? Think recent. Think last 10 years. Mm, big bad. time shows. Very big. It is a big show. Is it a sitcom or a drama, drama. did you say? You said no, this is the drama. This is, this the, is the drama. Yeah, the first Breaking drama to crack bad, the list Game of the Thrones. top tens. What do you think, Donna? Oh, Game of Thrones is a good guess. That's a really good guess. I'm going to need you to lock yeah. in Lost. Lost. Are you locking in on Lost? Sopranos. Sopranos, final. No, oh. but you already said it. Breaking Bad. Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) Battle of the Network Stars. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What is it? No, it was Game of Thrones. Oh, it is. Yeah, Game of Thrones. And then this is kind of funny. Uh, Friends, number one. Seinfeld, number two. Game of Thrones, number three. 
Number four, Three's Company. Okay, who makes this list now? Nobody, YouTube TV. Yeah, and, and the then number five shows? was Frasier. Friends, yeah. Seinfeld, Game of Thrones, Three's Company, Frasier, and then rounding out the top ten, since I can already tell you both feel argumentative about this list, The Office, MASH, Battlestar Galactica, Donna, then The Simpsons, <laughs> oh, really? and then That's The Wire. Funny. Okay, yeah. but, but Three's Company does not belong anywhere near this list, and I actually like watching wow. Three's Company, but that show is awful. Wow. John, Whoa, You Rocco. watch it for like three things. John Ritter's comic genius and, yes. you know, Joyce DeWitt's beautiful body or something. I don't know. I mean, what else do you watch Three's Company for? For Mr. Furley. It's not that funny. Mrs. Roper. Yes. A.K.A. Really Donna Valentine in the, the not-too-distant future. For the Regal Beagle. Hello. It's, that show is so dumb, and I love it, but it doesn't belong yeah, to it was, Yeah, you're right, Rocco. Rocco's a snob. Wait, so you, was your crush, Rocco, oh, Joyce not DeWitt? on Suzanne Summers? I kind of liked it, yeah, Ms. DeWitt. Oh, wow, is this, this kind of like a ginger and Marianne kind of thing? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Both beautiful, yeah, but Suzanne Summers, I caramba. Yeah, you're right. And then she got replaced mm. by a, a series of other blondes in various Do um, you seasons. remember that? Yeah, there was the yes. nurse. And then there was the woman. Remember, there was two more Chrissies. One was like her sister. Yes. And then one was the nurse. I don't remember their name. What's her full name? Chrissy. Who? Chrissy Snow. Christmas Snow. Yeah. Very good. Wow. Do you think the thigh master really worked? Yes. It's no different than that thing at the gym that makes you uncomfortable. The hip adductor. Yeah, exactly. Jenny Lee Harrison played her sister, Cindy Snow, and then Priscilla Barnes was the nurse named Terry. I had to look that up. People think I know everything because I do all the trivia on the station. I just Google stuff. I'm sorry. I'm just being stuff. honest. He's being honest. Do we have a we money, love you, money? Rocco. <laughs> now, now we're not going to get to it, Rocco. I say, Rocco, maybe okay, we can yeah. really quick. Okay, what'd you say? Um, I, I I sent this to you in your Instagram messages, oh, okay, so ahead. you could just play it from there. Mm-hmm. I have a follow for everybody. Um, if you like money talk, but you like it just in plain English, uh, this account is called Your Rich BFF, and it's technically Your Dot Rich BFF. But if you go into Instagram and search Your Rich BFF, it'll be like that. Remember last week we played the uh, the my lawyer Erica, who gives like plain speak about legalese and what's in the the agreements that you sign up with with your cell phone or what happens if your plane gets delayed. She's got all these little things that are to the customer's advantage, and she's a lawyer, read all the fine print so that you don't have to. Similar, this is Your Rich BFF, and it's uh, plain speak about different financial things. Rocco, the one that I sent you is her talking about Uh non-fungible tokens. Uh, We're a little short on time. Uh, Here she is. These pages drive me nuts because people love to post stuff like this but can barely explain what an NFT is. Saying I made money on NFT. Regurgitating the definition they find on Google, but nobody ever actually explains the part that everybody cares about. It's essentially just a digital beanie baby. A non fungible (laughs) token is just a piece of digital art, music, or content that has been minted on the internet and cannot be copied from an ownership perspective. Yes, you can still screenshot these. 
And as for price, NFTs are very similar to Beanie Babies and most of them are very cute, but not worth much. That said, there will be NFTs that command huge sale prices, but only because people ascribe value to them. They're only worth what someyone's willing to pay. Kind of like how some people think this is worth $200,000. I hope this Beanie video Baby. cut through the BS and helped you understand what an NFT actually is. And if so, maybe consider hitting me with a follow for more money and finance content you'll actually understand. Okay, that's really helpful. Why yeah, she's good. Why did anybody ever say that before? It's basically a, a digital, digital beanie baby. Beanie baby. <laughs> right. Something that people want to collect. Okay. And the most important part is, you know, it's only, you're, if you say an NFT is worth $2 million, it's only worth that if somebody Pays is that. going to pay it. Correct. You could just mm-hmm. say, oh, yeah, these are going for $200 million. Yeah, they're going for because somebody listed it at that. Correct. It's like any kind of art. It. Yeah. It's only worth something if somebody's going to pay that. She again, your rich BFF on Instagram. Uh, got a lot of great. She's an ex uh, Wall Street trader, Steve. Ever heard of it? Oh, I've never heard of it. I'm, I'm walking on it. Hey. <laughs> oh, oh, crap. Somebody yeah. just walked by the office as I was doing a loud New York <laughs> accent. I'm going to get kicked out of this. Yeah, uh, I hope you Hey, do. I'll explain where I'm going next uh, when we come back after the break, what the rest of my afternoon will entail as I'm here live in New York City, uh, hanging out with the team at Live with Kelly and Ryan. So we'll get into that when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. Donna and Steve. They want it to be an experience, but the local. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve is in New York. Hey. Upper West Side. Shout out. Yeah, Upper West Side. Let me take a look outside the window. Ow! Here, Donna. <laughs> uh, hit my knee on a drawer. Sorry. Uh, yeah, there are people pushing some things. Some people seem to be walking here. That is it for your news report from New York. I'm, I'm in the Upper West Side. Get a pretzel. Which if you is can. where. You know, I don't think I'm going to do that. All right. Get some uh, get some chestnuts, roasted chestnuts. Well, i got to figure out what I want to do tonight. And I have a few different options. And maybe you could be my New York tour guide or travel expert, okay? Okay. So what's going to happen is I am going to, once we're off the air here, um, again, I'm just in like a random office. So nice of the team at Live with Kelly and Ryan to put me up here so I could do the show from New York today, which is great. Um, and I'm going to do the show here again tomorrow with some slight variations, which we need to decide on something regarding my sign that I give to you, Donna, tomorrow. Oh, yes. Um, so we got to figure this out. But um, from here, what I'm going to do is quickly close up the laptop and put this little hotspot away, get the mic. I got it all, little suitcase here. Pack up, put that away. I just touched up some makeup during the last break. I will get into a uh, car, a car service with the, a producer and a camera operator. And then we're going to go around and we're doing a story all about love. This is going to air during the Valentine's Day episode. So one week from today, this will air on Live with Kelly and Ryan. And just going to talk to the New Yorkers about love. Talk to kids, adults, singles, couples, whatever. How about do you whatever. believe in love at first sight? I just saw a study yes. about that. Uh, bad dating stories, uh, asking kids maybe like define love. What about if love was a food? What would it be? So we'll have a lot of fun with people out and about on the streets. If we have time, we might even shoot another story, since I'm here, that we could run at a later date. Um, So so that'll all happen. Then, I'm assuming, late afternoon, I'll be free, and I have a decision to make. What do I do? Do I go back, be lazy, and sit at the hotel? Do I go and see 
a show on Broadway. I think there are only four shows that are showing tonight because Monday, traditionally a dark day for Broadway, but there are a few that have showings tonight. So like I could go see one of my old favorites. You might laugh. It's very touristy. Phantom of the Opera. I could go see that on Broadway if I wanted to. You could go to an off-Broadway show too. There's some good stuff off-Broadway. What do I look like, Rocco? <laughs> off I Broadway, think I saw Donna. Avenue Q off Broadway. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a pretty entertaining show. It's, I saw that yeah, when it toured through California. It's very funny. And then I had to interview all the puppets. Oh my god! <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, or I could just sort of take it easy, walk around. I I heard about this one place. It's sold out. Somebody said you need to check out Vanderbilt One. Are you familiar with this? No. Vanderbilt One, according to Vanderbilt One, is the premier way to see the city. Oh. Look it up on your... Do you see it? Vanderbilt uh, One. Look uh, it up you on your should computer just hop on the Staten Island Ferry. That's all you need to do. Vander... Okay, it's called One Vanderbilt. Excuse me. Okay. Sorry. It's fine, see? But this is a thing where you can go up in a 1,200 feet in a glass elevator... And then apparently you have gorgeous views of the city. So I thought, okay, cool. Now, bear in mind, I'm looking at this after I tried to go into two restaurants last night that were closed as I pulled on locked doors. Um, And then I realized, oh, most of Broadway is shut down. Okay, you know, because it's Monday's a dark day. Maybe I won't see a show. Then somebody says, well, check out one Vanderbilt. It's really beautiful. And I thought, that's a unique thing that I'll do. I'll do that. Oh, it's a glass elevator? That's what it is? Yeah, and it goes up 1,200 no. uh, feet. Mm-mm, there's not a and chance then in hell I would do that. Gorgeous view, panoramic of New York. And I thought, you let Stevie Boy up there with his iPhone 13. Thank you very much. It'd be incredible. It'd be beautiful. It gets such cool video. What a yeah. wonderful experience it would be. They're sold out tonight. They're not, no more, no more tickets. Why don't you try Top of the Rock? Because that's also a really pretty way to see the city. Top of the rock. Okay. Don't tell the ABC people, though. Oh, <laughs> well, what if they? What if I see them tomorrow morning and they say, "Hi, Steve. How was your night?" Mm. Mm. <laughs> do I just do that? Mm. Yeah, one you of those don't... nights, gang. Mm. Mm. Plead mm-hmm. the fifth. Mm-hmm. And yours, and quickly volley back to them. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got to figure out what to do. Now, in the closing minutes here, and we might be able to decide this tomorrow. So tomorrow's going to be a little bit of a different show. I will be here in New York. Um, at some point, I'm going to go down onto the set and record a little bit with Kelly and Ryan. So that means at some point, someone's going to knock on the door, and then Steve's going to get taken downstairs, and I'll probably be gone probably for like a half hour total. Go get a little makeup, get mic'd up, do the thing with them, and then come back. Again, this is going to air on Valentine's Day. What we have to decide is what is the okay. sign that you want me to give. Uh, to you and Dawn, we were talking about this when, during hour one, Rocco, but this would be a sign to you as well, okay, the, so to the show. A listener had suggested that you just make the heart emblem with your, with your hands, and that might yeah. work because it's a Valentine's show. So Now, just, what if I do that toward Kelly and Ryan? I won't take it personally. Does it, what, but what, would it still count as the symbol? Sure. Because there's a time when you go out, ladies and gentlemen, here he comes from the Don and Steve show, Steve Patterson, and then you walk out. I'm not allowed to touch them because of the COVID distancing. That would be a really good time for me to throw up the love 
I don't know if my love looks right, though. Well, I can't see it. I need to do this it, in so. a mirror. I'm going to have to do it in a mirror. This is a problem. It's going to be a problem. All right, don't do that then. If it's going to be a problem, we don't want a problem. It looks really good when I look at it straight on with my index fingers first, but I don't know how it looks on the pinky side. I bet it looks good. It probably looks good. Do it. Why don't I just hold like a mangled fist and it will be the anatomical heart? <laughs> sort of a pulsing mangled, too, you a know? mangled fist. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Just do what you feel is right, but just give us a heads up before you do. Oh, or you could just work the word platypus into the into your interview. That's a greater challenge. That is a, uh, a greater a greater challenge. Hmm. Anyway, so anyway, I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow morning what, what I end up doing tonight with my night. If anybody has any ideas, you can uh, you can email me, spatterson at mytalk1071.com or tweet me or whatever. Um, and I don't know, Donna. I don't know yet. Okay. Sorry I blew up. Can I just not know anymore? Sure. Have fun today, Steve. Don't embarrass us. Enjoy yourself and text us tomorrow and let us know what your symbol is going to be for us, okay? Okay. I love you guys. I love you more. Have fun. I will. Okay, go walking now. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. We'll see you. Bye.